بسم الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى لسيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى لإبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى لمحمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى لإبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم ألهمنا مراشد أمورنا وأعذنا من شرور أنفسنا This is the chapter of Salah and in the chapter of Salah it is the relationship of a believer with the masjid We have heard the narration many a time وَرَجُلٌ قَلْبُهُ مُعَلَّقٌ بِالْمَسَاجِدِ That under the arsh of Almighty Allah will be an individual whose heart had a unique connection with the masjid. When we heard it, we would always think that it means that he is that very pious man who you always find in the masjid. You come half an hour before he's there, half an hour after. In the past, it would be easy to find many people ahead. In today's time, it's not so easy because the world is moving very fast. A person now has a car, he wants to come on time, immediately he wants to go away. In the past, like the haram you have, that man who stays near the haram, you'll see he comes just in time. And he goes away just after. But that man who stays far from the haram, he has to take a bus. So he walks five minutes, ten minutes to the bus. Maybe he stays in Azizia. So he, when he comes to the haram, his family already knows that we're only going back for Jartan. He is going to stay in the haram. What keeps him in the haram is there's no car. But for that individual who stays nearby, what takes him out of the haram? That he's so close. We are today living in a time where we are very close to home. So to go back home immediately after salah is not like the past. So then the question will be now for the heart to have a connection with the masjid. Was it only reserved for that one person? It is like the hadith about Allah's Rasul mentioned. Who is the shuhada of my ummah? So Sahaba radiallahu anh gave the first meaning of a shaheed. He said those that are martyred in the path of Allah. Nabi Wasallam said then the shuhada of my ummah, the martyrs will be very few. Meaning as a kindness for the people of this ummah, Almighty Allah has made very broad. The word shaheed was made so broad. He said rather... The one who passes away because of a stomach ailment. And no one would have ever given that definition of shaheed. She had stomach pain. He had stomach pain. <coughs> he said accident. The wall falls on the person. Drowning. Where you told that's a shaheed. Like who he fought with. But it was pulled so much that everyone was put in. Like nearly everyone in the ummah. Finally you'll be told how come you never die as a shaheed. Like this word was so big. You never get a shahada. Because finally he said, the one who asks Allah for martyrdom, even if he dies on his bed, Allah will raise him to the rank of the martyr. Now who was left then? Man shahadata Similarly, with regards to who got relation to the masjid, Nabi Sallallahu made it very broad, very, very broad. It could have been the one who's in the masjid whenever you see him. But he brought, pulled it so much. That it became anyone who you see cleaning the masjid. Anyone who you see worrying of the masjid being clean. He's not cleaning it himself. He's paying someone to clean it. Anyone who you see doesn't like noise in the masjid. This is the masjid. Don't make noise. 
You hear someone making announcement, you say, this is a masjid, don't make an announcement. You get some people. Allah has given the people of the ummah different natures. That nature of theirs, for everyone there's going to be some action who's going to make him a man who's connected to the masjid. We have to work for this year that if I can't get all, at least I get some. But it can't happen that I leave and I have no relationship at all to the masjid. Some relationship. Greatest relationship is to be a peg in the masjid. But normally that happens in the old age. Now your children, grandchildren, no one really wants you at home. And you don't want them. They make noise. They irritate you. There's one friend of mine, he got hearing problem. He says, when my wife starts talking, I just put my hearing aid off. <laughs> he says, just that. Yes, she can say what she wants. I just smile. <laughs> yes. So this is, when you get old, then you'll say, I'll go masjid. But what about when we're young? Nabi sallallahu said, The great rewards of my ummah, or mutlaqan, the rewards of my ummah were shown to me. Then I saw that, that qadat means some, that sometimes a little sand that hits the eye. What we call it, that one dust. And sometimes you see on the masjid that one like white, something different color. Now that thing, you can just say that if I pick it up also, what difference it make to the masjid? But Almighty Allah brought that thing to fall. Sometimes you'll see it in front of you, like just moving. That's such a small thing, you don't even call it dirt. When was this said? This was said at a time when the masjid had no carpets. At a time when the masjid had no carpets, no one would have even called this here dirt. Like, because sand supposed to have, there is sand here. On sand, if I'm seeing something which is not sand, and there that man just picked it up. He said, just picking that up, يُخْرِجُهَا الرَّجُلُ مِنَ masjid." He said, I found that reward from the people of my ummah. The reason is they mention that the action was so small. Mullah Liqari rahimullah writes a wording. He says, Allama Tibi rahimullah said, فَلَمَّا عَدَّ إِخْرَاجَ الْقَذَاتِ الَّتِي لَا يُؤْبَأُ لَهُ مِنَ الْأُجُورِ تَعْظِيمًا لِبَيْتِ اللَّهِ That he also knew picking up the small particle of dust which no one even bothers about. But because he picked it up in the honor of something great, the action became great. This is something that no one bothers about. But when he lifted it, he lifted it in honor of the masjid. That this is the house of Allah. One small thing he picked up, which is not even called dirt. Then what about the one who picked up something which is called dirt? So the question will be, why did you pick it up? You will say, I got a ta'alluq with the masjid. To get this ta'alluq, it's not hard at all. Nabi then said, فَلَمْ وَعُرِدَتْ عَلَيَّ ذُنُوبُ أُمَّتِي The sons of my ummah were then shown to me. فَلَمْ أَرَ ذَنْبًا أَعْظَمْ I did not see an action which was worse. مِنْ سُورَةٍ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ أو آيَةٍ أُوْتِيَهَا رَجُلٌ It was either a surah or even one verse which man had been given. Meaning Almighty Allah allowed an individual to learn. ثُمَّ And then he forgot that. This hasn't got any relationship to what we are discussing. 
But because the narration ends on this word, we will explain this a little. Whenever we have heard of forgetting Quran, it seems nearly everyone's mind went to this, that forgetting Quran is what we call Hiv's class. And then you don't know your sabak. That's called forgetting. Or you finish your hives, your door is kacha, weak. That's called forgetting. Or over the years now, before I used to read one para without making one mistake, now your wife says you're forgetting your Quran. And because of that fear, will I manage to keep it up? Some people, they don't want to do hives of Quran. There were those people who stopped girls from doing hives of Quran. They say because days will come where you cannot make so much of door. And because of that, sometimes the mind can't keep up, especially for a person who doesn't know the meaning. If you know the meaning, it's very easy, much more easier. But when you don't know the meaning and if you're not reading door continuously, continuously, I might forget. And then they said to girls, let's see, a girl's job is in the kitchen. So where that story came, I don't know. A girl's job is also on the musalla first, then the kitchen. When she's on the musalla, she also wants to read Quran. She also makes the hajjud and she would love to read whole Quran, Lord Quran. Where the rewards of hifz are given, Iqra, wartaqi, waratil, kama kunta turatil. No girl on that day can say, Allah make it, no girl must say, that I also wish I could go high, high, high in Jannah. But my mother said to me that you are a girl. You mustn't go high, 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 you stay in the kitchen. It can't be like that. Hives of Quran was for boys and for girls. But the question is, what happens if later on you get married? And then because of your looking after the house, the kitchen, the children, you get less time to make Quran. So the girl will say that my husband, my, my future husband, he could have said same thing. He said, what happens if later on I get married? And then I have to work outside the kitchen to get money for the kitchen. And then I have to look after the children because my wife said, you know, I'm pregnant at the moment. I'm looking after the one in my stomach. You look at the, after the two outside the stomach. So that man will say, I'm also not doing hymns of Quran because what if? Thus what if is a blow of the devil? Nabi Sallallahu encouraged. It was an honor amongst his wives. The question comes in history. Which of the wives of Rasulullah Sallallahu memorized entire Quran? Because at that time, people were still getting familiar to Quran. It was an honor for them. Aisha radiallahu anha, Hafsa radiallahu anha, Ummah Salama radiallahu to memorize entire Quran. And in this Ummah, whoever became, forget entire Quran, they were memorizing after that a hadith. So memorizing Quran was never a guna. It was the cause of going to the highest places of paradise. Forgetting because of natural causes, from the beginning was said, Rufiyan ummati al-khata'u wal-nisyan. My nation will never be taken to task for forgetting. But this narration showed that if a man was given one ayat of Quran, thumma nasiyah, and then he forgot it. So what's the meaning of forgetting? In these narrations we speak about a man who forgot Quran. The first meaning of nasiyah, which is the worst, which is what comes in Quran. Allama Thibi rahimullah says, this nasiyaha is similar to that verse of Quran. Kadalika atatka ayatuna. 
that when our signs came to you, فَنَسِيتَهَا And you forgot it. Forgot it means you were unable to see Allah although you saw the sign. وَكَذَلِكَ الْيَوْمَ تُنْسَى How you forgot it meaning you made i'raz, you turned away from it. In that manner we will forget you today. Meaning Allah knows that He is burning in Jahannam but as though I forgot you. You did the same thing. You know what that verse of Quran is demanding. But you behaved as though you never know it. That's the worst level of nisyan. It is called forgot, but what it means, you know it, and you're acting like you never ever heard of it. He said, I never saw a sin worse than this. Allah save us all. So Quran came to an individual, whether it's even one verse of Quran. He heard it. Kul huwa Allahu ahad. And in his life, he then came to a stage where he behaved as though he had never heard of Kul Allahu Ahad. He said, I have never seen a son like this. Second meaning of Nisyan, Mullah Ali Qari Rahimullah says, Al-Muradu Tarkuha Amadan Ila Ayyufdiya Ila Nisyan. That after being blessed with Quran, he purposely left it from his life. He had no worry about it. He says, that man who picked up that small grain, which someone, no one even bothers about it. But because he said, but this is a grain that is messing the great house of Allah. He said, that small grain which no one bothers became a great action of his. He says, and the opposite is this man, where that great ayat of Quran came to him. And he behaved as though it's a small grain. When one man made the grain in relationship to the house of Allah, where it went, he took the ayat of Quran and he forgot what its azmat is. And he behaved as though this is like a grain. So that, tarkuha amadan, he just forgot about Quran. Until it led him towards forgetting completely. That man will be asked by Almighty Allah, is that what you did with my Quran? Years and years passed, you could never take it to read. Whether he is Hafiz or not Hafiz, in both surahs he can lead to this level of Nisyan. Non-Hafiz, but he learned half a Jews of Quran, one Jews of Quran. Ulama have even mentioned, when Nisyanu indana, Nisyan, they say, actually means, that he reaches the stage that he is unable to read Quran when looking inside Quran. So a man who was given Quran, meaning he learned how to read it, and then he left it so much in his life, that a day comes where he looks at it and he says, once upon a time I could read this. At that stage if he makes Tawbah, and he goes to an individual and he says, I need to learn how to read Quran. The whole thing changes again. Nabi says, Walladhi yakra, The one who now reads and is struggling, Allah will give him double reward now. But if he dies in that condition, where he has for completely forgotten how to read, Nabi said, I never saw a son like this here. Or he could be taken to major task. That he memorized Quran but he left it for years. And now when he tries from memory to get it back, it's gone. At that moment if he feels bad about it, that's called Tawbah. 
وَتَوْبَ immediately the sin of Turk is forgiven. Immediately it's forgiven, although Quran is not going to come back. That individual, now what must he do? Can he go back to Darulum Azadwan and say, give me one place in the boarding. Three years I'll stay in the madrasa. Now life is not so easy. That individual must do what is the demand of Hifz. The demand of Hifz of Quran is to make reading easy. Because when you memorize something, like example, Nahwa. Normally in the madaris of the past, they would tell a student, memorize the kitab. So you would ask like, what I get sawab in memorizing this? They say, no sawab. But it make applying the laws and remembering the laws much easier if you memorize it. That later on when you're reading it, you'll just say, I know this, I know this, because one day you took your time to memorize it. So the purpose of memorizing is what is called tasheelul qira'ah. To make reading easy. For the one who has forgotten his Quran and he feels bad about it. With Tawbah, the sin of leaving Quran purposely until it leads a man to forgetting is forgiven. But now he must do something. What must he do? He must start reading Quran. That's all. He must just read and carry on reading and carry on reading. And as he reads, he'll find before I was reading quarter juice. Now I'm reading half juice. Now I'm three quarter juice. He can take courage and say, no, I want to memorize again. But we have found, especially people who don't know the language, they try to memorize again, they get stuck in the first half of Surah Al-Baqarah. And every time we meet them again, they're starting Surah Baqarah. Because our mind is like this, that you go and our battery goes off like. And again you say, I'm forgetting, let me start again. So if you're finding you cannot get it now, just start reading Quran. And as you read, you will start reading so much that you will find that as though some of the words are on my tongue before I'm seeing it, that's your hips coming back. And if you meet Allah in that condition, you will be known as Sahibul Quran, a man of Quran. So Allah will not take man to task for memorizing Quran. As for forgetting because of kamaradin, any sickness, ghaybati aqlin, your mind starts becoming weaker. There, no one will be taken to task. So when you reach old age a little and now you can't remember whatever you used to read. Now they tell you Tarawi, you say, no, this year Tarawi, no, not for me, legs are paining. I'll stand, but you already know that you have become a little weak. For that Allah will never take man to task. So Hifz of Quran has never been a scary thing. It is for Tasheelul Qira'ah, to make reading easy. A person must memorize. If he does the whole Quran also and he's weak, but he's reading every day, Lord, he has got the purpose of Quran. As for the man, and this is the hard part to say, as for the individual who memorized Quran, and he's able to read the entire Quran from beginning till the ending, but he behaves as though he has never learned, heard from Allah one command. That first meaning what we said is the worst. كَذَلِكَ أَتَّتْكَ آيَاتُنَا Our signs came to you فَنَسِيتَهَا And you behaved as though you had never seen it. وَكَذَلِكَ الْيَوْمَ تُنْسَى Today we'll behave with you the same way. That applies. May Allah make it, it doesn't happen with us. But our Quran becomes solid and our amal does not change at all.
That man is like the worst nisyan that you know it all and you're behaving like you know nothing. So that was regarding hifz Quran. Ta'alluq with the masjid, one is just to pick up that grain. Bashiril mashaina fil dhulam. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, in darkness, when you will see a man going to the masjid, they write in the hashas, that if he's going at night and he got some bright light, just to make the road clear to him, that doesn't stop it. Darkness means it's dark. The man who you see Maghrib time, more Isha time and Fajr time coming to the masjid, say to him that it's dark now. But I guarantee you on the day where everything will be dark, you will see no darkness. Bin nur tam yawm al-qiyamah. At ta'alluq what the masjid he got, that he wakes up for Fajr. He waits for Isha. Otherwise, who won't like after Maghrib put on pyjamas? One, one time our madrasa used to make Isha late. Very late. Maybe our Qatabas 9 was quite late at that time. Qatabas 9. So one Ustad said, my neighbor, he says, Morana, I put on my pyjamas, put my kurta on top of it, and then I come for my Isha. And I say, after this, I'm straight in the bed. It's quite late. Now that man who waits, what stops him? Put on pyjamas, jump in the bed. It is his ta'alluq with the masjid. Pashiril mashayin. And then comes this narration. We will end on this one. إِذَا رَأَيْتُمُ الرَّجُلِ يَتَعَاهَدُ الْمَسْجِدِ When you find any person giving consideration to the masjid. This is a very unique word. Ta'ahad. To worry of something. Giving consideration. What is this consideration? says, فَشْهَدُوا لَهُ بِالْإِمَانِ And give guarantee or give what is called shahadat. Give shahadat meaning bear witness that he is a believer. You can bear witness for his iman. Because Almighty Allah has announced, إِنَّمَا يَعْمُرُ مَسَاجِدَ اللَّهِ Indeed, that person will see to the masjid's abadi, imarat, building. مَنْ آمَنَ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ now what is the meaning of Ya'muru? Ulama have made it so broad. What made them make it so broad is because like how I mentioned, the hadith of what is a martyr could have been very tight. A martyr is in the battlefield. They said, no, the martyr is general for this ummah. This ayat, if we had to translate it, Ya'muru Masajid Allah, the one who spends his time in Allah's masjid, مَنْ آمَنَ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ Ulama made it very broad. They said the imarat, giving life to the masjid, building the masjid, they said is sweeping the masjid. Sweeping. Doing anything to clean the masjid. Putting lights on in the masjid. Even that. Now it's gone so broad. One is we will understand that there's no lights. So someone says, I'm bringing my candle. You say, Mubarak. One is one student just enters and before anybody else he puts the switch on. He say, why you put the switch on? He said, because now it's time for Isha. So I want the masjid to get life. He said, that man will want the masjid to get life. Man amana billah. If you see anyone worrying concerning himself with the masjid, any type of concern, is the windows broken? Hey, can I get a new window for the masjid finish? Man amana billah. He said, when you see a man having any worry for the masjid, you can give guarantee that this man got iman. It went so broad. 
just to sweep, just to clean, just to light the masjid. وَتَعْظِيمُهَا Just to have azmat and honor for the masjid. To visit the masjid for salah, for dhikr. To protect the masjid from things which the masjid has not been built for. You see someone talking in the masjid, you say, shh. You see a small child in the masjid running around, you just stop him. Anything. Any ta'ahud of the masjid, worry of the masjid, it is called qalbuhu mu'allakum bil masajid. This is how Allah honored the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu Now we understand under the arsh of Almighty Allah that how many people will be able to come just because they were وَقَلْبُهُ مُعَلَّقٌ بِالْمَسَاجِدِ That your heart had a connection with my masjid. Had it not had that connection, you wouldn't have worried whether it's clean or dirty. You would not have bothered whether the lights are on or off. You would not have bothered waiting for the next salah. You had your own house. You had a connection with the masjid. It wasn't the biggest connection like the old uncle, but it was a very small connection. Now Almighty Allah, big gets big rewards. Small also gets big rewards. May Allah Tabarakullah bless us all. Whatever connection we can have with the masjid, it can be very small. We just finished your salam. You see something white in front of you. White doesn't look right with the red around. You just pick it up. Does it make a difference? Are you going to manage to clean the masjid in that manner? Say, I'm just picking up to show Allah I like your masjid. Wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillah.